Ah, Quebec. I guess. I'm Sam. An old burnt-out house and five flies. I'm Jackie. I think we're going to need to bring in a ringer to disassemble this one. This is the 400th episode of Steaker Madness, the peanut butter solution. And I'm Justin. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. That's good 400 episode stuff right there. Just leave all this in. Uh, hello, welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies. For bad movie lovers, by bad movie lovers, I'm your host Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. Our 400 episode, thank you to every single one of you that has listened to all 400. Uh, I know there's a couple. There's uh, a couple that have probably heard all 400. Yeah, so uh, thanks for sticking with us from the very beginning when we had terrible sound equipment and you couldn't understand a word we were saying because we were also drunk and giggly. See, no, I would say that the front end was a little bit better than when we were in the echo room drunk. The echo room? With the office when you guys were buying the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a Je- few, couple had- episodes where we were in a really tall ceiling and there was a bad right. echo and we were all really drunk. Right, yeah, those were bad episodes. <laughs> yeah, that was the one that you didn't remember recording. Near right. dark, I don't remember recording that. I got real <laughs> drunk for near dark. Uh, I'm a lot more chatty now. Yes, you are. Than I was in the beginning. Uh, Wasn't very comfortable. Uh, Like because you were sitting on nails or just because you're. I don't know. I just was weird talking to nobody. Because you're notoriously shy. Notoriously shy, Jackie. (laughs) Said no one ever. (laughs) Okay, that's true. (laughs) It's like I make friends at work all every day. People that don't want to be my friends. You just go up to them and be like, you have to be my friend, and you hold a knife at them, like, or else. You put a small sandwich in their pocket and stare at them strangely. (laughs) Yeah, it's more of what Sam is saying. Like, oh, look, I got you a sandwich. You know, we're besties. Okay. I guess. Scary lady. Uh... The Peanut Butter Solution from 1989. Five. 85. Oh, shit. I was way off on this one. Uh, and uh, uh, it's nonsensical November, as we should mention. Sure. Uh, this is about as nonsensical as they get. Yeah. Um, rivaling such other nonsensical November episodes as uh, Dreamcatcher and uh, 99 Minutes and 88 minutes 88 minutes well it might as well be 99 uh and the wicker man uh, i would argue that the wicker man is maybe the closest is baffling to this as it comes but even then there's a level of, the, of reality that the wicker man is ground grounded in that this never ever approaches well i don't think that any of those other movies had a czech surrealist working on it <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> right. uh we brought in dolly for this picture Oh, for a kid's movie, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Salvador Dali. He's notorious for kids. If we I didn't read about this and I didn't know anything about it and I was watched it sight unseen and somebody told me afterwards that Jodorowsky had a hand in it, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, 
Okay, I buy that. Oh, okay. I mean, I well, that makes sense. Sure. Oh, Jodorowsky just kind of was an advisor on it, told him to do a couple things that really didn't make any sense. Yeah, that makes, <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, right. Um, what else? What, what have you learned about uh, the peanut butter solution? Sam? Well, the peanut butter solution is the second film in the Tales for All film series. It are mostly unrelated. Those are a couple of sequels. Though. Let's back up. The Tales for All films? Tales for All. Oh, yes. oh, 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 not, not Tales for All Films. Tales for All Films. Comma, well, the film series. End quote, films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see. Yes. Tales for All. Tales for All. Who's who's uh, the tale for this one? <laughs> like, I mean, who's this one for? Because it's not for all. <laughs> Bald kids. Yeah. Maybe. Kids that have low self-esteem due to defects in their... Maybe. French Canadian weirdos. French Canadian weirdos, <laughs> sure. French yeah, Canadian okay, that's weirdos. what it's for. Yeah, so there's 20 movies in this series. Man. The last one was on okay. 04, I think. Were they um uh, how were they released? Canadianly? Okay, so like on CBC or something yeah, like CBC. that. Okay. Like like kind of like a like a afternoon special, like a Saturday afternoon special, do you think? I would assume though at the same time Quebec Strange, they could have had a little small sort of independent theater run to because they did both they did these a lot of them both in english and in french oh okay all right yeah. so you can't just put them on cbc unless cbc does regional so language cbc I don't know how that does french programming okay all right. yeah like on the same channel like like between the hours of eight and five you've got french and then five to eight you've got uh english or i should know this because i grew up watching canadian right? television right. Discussed um, last episode I so when we had the because there's it's like BBC there's like CBC one through three or four or something uh-huh, like uh-huh. that and I think one of them's predominantly okay. French. Okay, all right, all right. There's a there's a French channel. Okay, then there's Much Music, which right. was like MTV, but it was free and, and only played bare naked ladies. No, it played a lot of French stuff that had nudity in it. it was like, <laughs> hey, oh, whoa. fucking hot! <laughs> that chick is naked and this is okay. It's art. It's not. <laughs> it was like. Heavy leather fucking. Yeah. And you're like, that's art, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty- Just imagine if White Snake would have had a naked lady on their car. But, well, you know, I mean, there she didn't leave a whole lot to the imagination in the Tawny Katane. Yeah. Although the first time she got him out when we watched Gwendolyn, I was like, there's a lot more there than I thought was going on in those uh, White Snake videos. Maybe maybe you're right, Jackie. Yeah, no, it was funny because you were always like, Tawny Katane, what the fuck? And then like I went over and watched Gwendolyn with Roman and was like, hello, nurse. Yeah. And then you saw it and like, whoa. Hey, she uh, was hot. Yeah. So the guy that is in charge of these is named Brock Demers, and he did a children's film. Brock that was, Demers. Are you yeah. sure he's not a Canadian assassin by chance? Brock uh, Demers? I mean, you know. No, but because of this film series and how beloved it is for, I have no idea why, he is an office of the Order of Can- an officer of the Order of Canada, which is like a Canadian knight, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. The Office so, of Canada. That's just where you call. Like, he's the office. Uh, yes, <laughs> officer. Yes. I'd like to speak to Canada. All right. Well, let me connect you to the Office of Canada. Canada. Hello. This is the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your question? Um, how's things going? Good. All right. See you later. And also, due to the success of these, he was the director of the Film Institute in Quebec for a long time oh, as wow. well. Jesus. Uh, but he started these, and they just caught on like wildfire, and they just kept making. I mean, he had a few directors. The director that directed this. Uh, Michael Rubo, he pretty much only worked for uh, Demers. Mm-hmm. These are sort of the only movies they made. And on this one is the second one. 
The first one is called The Dog That Won the War. Of course. I don't know much about it, but what I do know is that they brought in the uh, renowned Czech surrealist director, Wojciech Jasny, or Wojciech Jasny, to help write the script and be sort of an advisor on how we're going to really make these children's movies more <laughs> surreal. Right. <laughs> did, did they use the same dog? Because there's a dog in this one, Jim. Oh, yeah, Jim the dog. I wonder. Jim the dog, I wonder yeah. if Jim the dog was featured prominently throughout these films because of his ability to sit still. Well, camera. here's a funny thing is the, the peanut butter solution is a fan request from several listeners. So uh, it, and I remember talking to these listeners and saying that they watched this when they were a kid. And if you read a lot of the IMDb reviews, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I loved this movie when I was a kid. And then I revisited it as an adult and went, what the fuck is happening? Um, I would be curious to see if any of our listeners listened or watched the dog that ended the war. Saved the war. Or the dog that won the war? Now you've got me confused. Got an M60 and blew a bunch of Germans away. Dog. He probably promoted peace or something, right? Like he gave speeches at the UN? No, it was like one of those things where like they're like, oh my God, it's a dog in the war. And a one-sided soldier, uh, he pets it, then he looks up and the enemy is also petting the dog and they realize that they're friends and the war is over. And then the dog takes a big shit. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that happen in War Horse? I can't remember what the, A horse takes a shit? No. He, like, they become friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Even though that's horse. not really how World War One ended, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Mostly ended with people's skin coming off. Um, yeah, but, uh, you not, know. We don't want to talk no, about not that. Good. Not good. We don't want to talk about that at all. Uh, I think he peed on whoever he thought should lose. Mm. And then they're like, hey, look, he hiked on your guy. That's his territory now. He has conquered Europe. Yep. It's his territory. He pee-peed on your guys' yep. ditch line. He made it over there and pee-peed mm-hmm. on somebody. Right. We win. So this- Surrender right now. Do you, <laughs> do you have a dog that can pee on top of his pee? Because that's the only way you're going to come back in this. And then we're just tied. It's equal amounts of pee and the, the other side's like, we don't bring dogs to war. We brought guns. Damn and it. We lost. Then a mad scientist comes up with the final solution and sends out a bum to lay in the dog pee and pee on himself. Um, and then the dog pees on the bum. And then the dog pees on the bum, <laughs> conquering the bum as well. Well, not, unless he's so saturated with his own urine that it's like impervious to dog urine. This isn't strange. Right? <laughs> Four hundred episodes movie. of yeah. this. Uh, so this is a, it has a weird in common thing with a, another movie that was nonsense that we did before. Lady in the Water. Okay. So remember how, uh, because we couldn't make any sense, that movie was so dumb. And he was like, well, this is the story that I made up to tell my chick kids because it's I'm better at making up kids' stories to tell <laughs> right, them than everybody right. else. Yeah. This movie is evidence of that. Uh, oddly enough, the director, Rubo, based this on a story that he made up to tell his kids. Uh, no shit. Mommy, uh, Daddy, can we have a story? Sure. Um, Once upon a time, there was a kid who wanted pubic hair really, really bad. There's a kid. I mean, dude, like, no. No, just because you said it one time doesn't mean it's a good story. You winged it off the top of your head. You can't make a movie after that. That's well, crap. they've done it a couple times now. Yeah, I guess. What a bunch of jackasses. Yeah, well, this one is a lot more beloved to say. Well, the kids fell is- asleep during it. It must be good. I should make a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the painting... Of the tennis 
family tennis thing. Right. This giant ass painting. Yeah, it's huge. And what's weird is that some of the paintings later are actually kind of cool looking. Yeah. The ones that were supposed to be the real that you could walk into. Those oh, are yeah, yeah, cool yeah, looking, yeah, right? yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah. But the producer loved that so much that he held it. It was the main entryway office painting for the 30 year run. Oh, my God. That no. These guys did these movies. Oh, it's crap. They're really strange, and I couldn't find out whether Michael Hogan actually uh, saw Ty from Battlestar Galactica, who's uh, prominent in this film, if he painted those, because the one where he's starting to do the black outline, uh-huh, uh-huh. it looks like those paintings, it's very and that's similar. definitely him painting that. Right, right. So I was curious, and I couldn't find out if he's actually made those paintings. Uh, I believe that's how Jim Carrey got started in painting as well, because the, he starred in this movie, because they're very similar paintings. Jim Carrey's not a very good painting guy painting guy i don't know <laughs> i think that his uh painting of the blockhead that used to be the press secretary was pretty accurate I looked oh, pretty oh yeah it's yeah. accurate but uh <laughs> uh right yeah these are very similar veins way too colorful and mostly swirly and everything is out of proportion like this family tennis thing does not work i was weak in painting as an artist my whole life, and when I see something and go, I can paint that, mm-hmm. that's my determination that it's not very <laughs> good. <laughs> that it's crap, right. Like, I can paint that. <laughs> I really liked the uh, flamingo in formal dress clothes. Oh, my God, that might have been the worst out of all of them. That was my favorite one. I, it, it, Sam made a joke while we were watching this about it going to the art gallery and being sold for $25, and I think that that's rich. I think the, like, the thrift store that it gets donated to yeah. eventually struggles to get rid of it. Yeah, that would be a thing that I would buy at the I would Christmas white elephant. Right, it's a white, it's a bad white elephant gift for five bucks. For five bucks, it's it's that bad. Well, the <laughs> parrot on the barbecue, yes, but not. <laughs> they, it wasn't. He was supposed to be relaxing, right? But I swear to God, he's relaxing on a barbecue. He's chilling out on an outdoor barbecue, <laughs> and he's getting cooked, he's getting cooked alive. Mmm, I'm delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Do toucans taste nummy? I think they're protected, <laughs> assuming right? Assuming that they taste nummy. Maybe they're not protected in Canada. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a reason why they're protected is because everybody's been munching on them. For <laughs> Canadians have been years. after them forever. <laughs> well, I mean, they like geese. Canadian geese. Mm. Canada geese is actually what they're called. Or just, yeah. how they call them up there? Geese. Like Canadian bacon. It's fucking ham. <laughs> it's fucking ham. Yeah, you like to tell that story on this podcast to my my Canadian friend. And I was like, what do you call Canadian bacon? <laughs> like a dumbass. So like, we call it fucking ham. Because that's what it fucking is. Stupid asshole. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. He's like, we're not friends. You guys slice it then. Call it something else. Whatever. Uh, the last notable thing about this film is that it is the first time that Celine Dion sings in English and is recorded. She right. She was uh, French vocalist uh, or all of her early work was done in French language only. So this is technically a career launcher, a superstar launcher. It's a career launcher for, I mean, there's a bunch of people that, I mean, Saul Tai, this is a career launcher for him. I don't know if, I I don't think Saul Tai's uh, exactly on the same level as Celine Dion. (laughs) Who's Saul Tai? You know, uh, the dad. Michael Hogan. Uh, Michael Hogan. He's the XO, the commander oh, in yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Drunk guy that's got a whore of a wife. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Who ends yeah. up being a Cylon. Cylon, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. You haven't watched Battlestar Galactica yet. Shame on yeah, you. Yeah, it's 20, really. it's 20, 20, 20 years. 20 years. Come on, go fuck yourself. All right. Yeah, that's the size of it. Fucking Celine Dion. Yeah. 
headlining Vegas now. Started out with this shit. This one, uh, uh, Griffey, uh, which I'm not real familiar with. It might be a Canuck award of some sort uh, for best original song. So it's it's not that just Celine Dion. She won a fucking trophy for it. Uh, did you notice how tasty that guitar work was in that song? Yeah, yeah. like it's shit, right? Right. It's like it's it's music factory shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the Canadian music factory shit, they let they let dudes get pretty loose with the guitar, <laughs> and I kind of liked it. I was like, man, you wouldn't be able to get away with that in most studios in America. They'd be like, fucking tone that shit down, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Tone that shit down and get the fuck out. In Canada, they're like, oh man, Bob, fucking hit that, hit those strings, buddy. Yeah, he uh, subs for for into Rush every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everything is Russian Canada. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, any final thoughts before we dig into this? Jackie? Um, no. <laughs> no, because thoughts. I don't know if there's thoughts to be had. Um, which It's just one of those things, right, that you just really have to talk about it as you go. Because I'm going to start jumping all over the place. And, and partly my the way that this film is presented, it's really hard for me. And usually I don't have a hard time like you know, remembering how a storyline goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but because of how fucking weird this thing was, I have a hard time remembering how this thing goes. Well, we'll yeah. see. We see. I took pretty good notes, but it should be noted. It should be disclaimed that uh, I'm going to make a prediction. Usually, we will make tangents for the movie, like what we would think would happen in the movie in a silly, stupid uh, three people in a basement sort of way. This movie does that for us. Yeah. <coughs> So we may be playing this pretty goddamn straight. Maybe. Um, and it also should be noted that there's many, many scenes in this movie that we're not going to be able to talk about because they're so bonkers that you can't even describe what is happening on screen. Um, uh, I, what come to, comes to mind immediately is the freak out that uh, uh, the dad has while he's painting the picture that you just talked about. Uh, and the acting is so terrible and so weird, and it just suddenly ends that there's no way that we could translate that in in just talking. There's a great deal of this film that when you're watching it, you believe that it's made by Martians pretending to be humans. Right, right. This is like, oh, this is a human classroom with human children. This exactly. is what humans do. Yes. And they don't so. know what humans do. Mm-hmm. And you're watching mm-hmm. this, and you're going, this is not what humans do no it's it's bonkers uh it's not just a weird story yeah. the production and the directing is bananas, bananas. And the acting is is if i mean these amps go to 11 in in, in the acting everybody is yelling constantly oh. <laughs> except for conrad who can only mumble <laughs> and oddly enough conrad was probably other than uh michael hogan had the most established career he ends up in degrassi uh, Conrad's or actor yeah, does? Yeah, oh. Conrad's actor gotcha. does. I, I would say his name, but I would fuck it up bad because yeah. it's very strange and well, multi-symbolic. And yes. I swear to God that that little girl that plays the sister, mm-hmm. um, she's been in other shit too. Yeah, I thought that, familiar. but no, she just that no. she's just got one of those faces, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Just a uh, Linda Blair-esque sure. face. I should also mention that these films have won over 100 awards cumulatively. Yeah, that's... Wow. Um, all right, buckle up, fam. Uh, so this movie starts out with uh, introduced to the two primary uh, scamps in this film, uh, Michael and his older sister, Susie. Now, Susie is filling the role of mom because mom has gone to bury her mother. Father. Father, whatever. 
Uh, Lord Holster has died, and so she's in Australia taking care of that. And selling the house. But that's not really even flushed out very well. Later. It is later. You're kind of like led to believe immediately that mom has either gone out and got a pack of smokes and never came back, or she's dead. I thought she was dead at first. Right, because it seems like Michael is struggling emotionally immediately before he even has his hair incident it took me a while and to get ready kind of the rest of the way through Mm -hmm. the movie to understand why this first scene is the way it is with them like sort of seeming like they're having to take care of themselves but after the story's gone on long enough you realize even if it's only a week their father is so (laughs) ill-equipped as a parent that this is where they're at. Right. And he knows it and they know it. The house is destroyed. Uh, Susie is making blender breakfast. Yes. Um, putting eggs in a blender and some other stuff and then calling it cake or something. The other thing that we can't describe in this movie is the language. Like, like It's almost like watching a reverse translation of a Japanese film because there's some dialogue in here that you're like, what the fuck? Are, like, you hear the words and they do not make sense. Um but it's anyway. almost like it's on purpose to make you go, right. what the fuck is, what are they talking about? Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, boy. Uh, so she's also, another aspect is the bathrobes. Like, the, well, yes, the is- first bathrobe is kind of explained but still vague because Susie is wearing her mother's bathrobe, which then again leads me to believe that she's trying to fully fill the shoes of her dead mother. Like, I miss her so much that I must become her. I must, I must be this person in all yeah. ways and wear her clothes. Later, I'm going to put on her bra and underwear and parade around in front. Well, no, I'm not going to go yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, Weird. It, well, you know. It seems like it's a dark place, but right. then as you get to realize, you're like, no, she's gone for a week, and this is kind of a zany household. It's this not sad. It's, they're just kind of wacky people. Dad's upstairs. He's, it seems to me that he's living in the attic in his art studio yeah um because there's shit all over the place up there like old dirty plates and sandwiches and bananas and like from last week like it's this house is a disaster <laughs> it's yeah. a nice house though it is a nice house yeah they have a attic and a basement yeah well a, a basement that's dubious later we'll get into that yeah. as well um so uh michael is like no i don't want your shitty cake blender food um and uh get out of here and Susie runs up to dad and she's like i can't take this anymore i get no respect all i do is cook and clean and you come home and say where's my dinner and nobody respects me and he's Um, like melodrama it's been a day Yeah, it's eight o'clock in the morning, and this guy's been on the scotch all night drinking. And he comes painting. downstairs with the fucking bottle, it and it looks like, like creme de menthe. Yeah, he's he's uh, liqueuring it up. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a reckless drunk, kinda. Kinda. <laughs> I can't drink real stuff, but I'll drink this. Uh, I'll drink this schnapps <laughs> at like uh, eight thirty in the morning. We should, we should do that at some point. Like, we should just have a schnapps day oh. where we start at 8 in the morning and with, like, 10 bottles of schnapps between the three of us. And then just double dragon for 10 hours <laughs> after that. It's going to come out at either end, and it's going to be bad. <laughs> schnapps is not, like, something you can drink a lot of. I think people do, Sam. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think people get hammered on oh. schnapps because it's fucking cheap, man. 
So Conrad comes over, and Conrad appears to not have a family, but he's sort of adopted them as his family, too. Like, he, he, he can come in whenever he wants, eat their food. Sometimes he has breakfast, but mostly he just wants grapes because he loves them. Uh, and he's dressed like uh, like Michael J. Fox was when he travels back in time again in Back to the Future 2. To, he's, he's like a kid noir. He's actually he's dressed like Michael Jackson. No, he's yes, not. Yes, he is. He's dressed like Michael Jackson from one of the music. I don't. I can't tell you which music it's video. Bad. Is it bad? The hat. The only thing no, is he bad. doesn't have the red liner on the coat, probably because they couldn't find it. But that's what they were going for. I don't know about that. He looks like he's going to solve. It's crime right later. in that time period. He's. They wanted him to look like. Yeah, he, he wants. He likes Michael Jackson. He's or or he is sitting inside of an office with a bottle of scotch and looking out the window when she walked in. He's got zippers on his knees. Yeah. He does have zippers on his knees. He's That's Michael pretty Jackson. Michael Jackson. He's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, is this the same kid from Indiana Jones? No. No, not even close. Not even close. He wasn't Because they're Asian and children. Therefore, they're the same guy. Come on, Jackie. They look like the same person. No. No, no you're just racist. That's it. That's all. You're just an asshole. They're and totally so different. everybody involved with Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. <laughs> Short round. Really? Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, Goonies data. I mean, that's kind of also. That's not. That's no. fine. Data. You can be a smart person of any ethnicity, and he just happens to be Asian and good at math. I mean, I guess it's not racist because Andrew Yang can go out there with a math pin on him on his jacket. And, you know, that's totally cool. You I was unaware of that. Yeah. No, he was at the debates wearing a pin that all it said was math. <laughs> that's pretty fucking awesome i'm starting to get one over by andrew yang quite yeah, a bit guys no. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I, that one's that's kind of like a i'm i kind of want to stop the podcast and high five right now yeah i mean i'm starting to like quite a bit um anyways uh so i it, still i don't know if i want to be president but do i want him to be my best friend probably yeah and not probably yep <laughs> um, <laughs> okay so so he uh, Conrad comes over and he starts talking about how there was this fire last night and this mansion burned down and there was fire trucks and cops everywhere and he's like it was so cool oh also there were some bums inside of it and they died but it was rad just yeah a lot of people died yeah, a lot of people died or they're walking by it later I want to jump ahead but when they're walking by it later, he's like people just died in there man yeah like, right what why were you talking about why it was so fucking cool it was breakfast. the sweetest yeah breakfast talk man blooded guts everywhere and like this one lady got so hot her head exploded sweet and dad's like whatever schnapps gulp, 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 gulp. i swear to god at this point too that he turns around and passes like a little snifter of it to like a just like a little shot glass of it to the little girl mm. like here you go, Sally. If you're trying to act like mom, you should do it right. Yeah, right. <laughs> drinking at 8.30. <laughs> uh, so Michael then says, funny story uh, about bums. I was walking by the bank yesterday, and I saw a bum, and so I gave him some change, and I think he might be the dead bum. Because apparently this town's pretty limited on bums. So now I feel pretty crappy about that bum getting burnt up that I gave money to. He's like, I wonder if it's still in his pocket. He's going to go back to get it. <laughs> yes. That's what this whole thing's about. That's why he goes into the house. I got to get my change back. Like, that, was, that was silver, bitches. I got to get that back. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, okay, well, it's time to suit up and go to soccer practice. Susie ain't going to school. She's 
says I don't know what she's doing. I think she's taking the week off, <laughs> or <laughs> she's done. No, she's just because she talks about school at other points. I think she's just like this. Schnapp's dad is such a handful with his paintings and is not cleaning right. it. I have to take the week off of school and care for him full time until mom gets back. Yeah. And meanwhile, they go to soccer practice because that happens at the same time as school. They Correct. just go there yep. and said that's what they say they're going. They don't even go to soccer practice. They don't even make it there. They stop off at the Burt house. Yeah. Because Michael's like, I want to see inside. And like Conrad, just five minutes before, was like, oh, I want to see inside too. In fact, Conrad even tries to climb up into the the house and then goes, no, it's impossible. It's suicide. Can't do it. Don't do it. But then Michael climbs up there. There's no problem. Suicide. It's suicide. You will slide down that and fall maybe two feet. Down the sluice box that the fire department apparently has built out in front of this house for demolition, I'm guessing? I can't tell if it's a a burned house or a mine. Right. Uh, (laughs) There's gold in that house. There might be. (laughs) Probably what the bums were doing. Eureka! Jackpot! Oh, my God. The bums weren't in there looking for gold, Sam. The bums were in there to have orgies, dude. Duh. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's probably gold in there. Let's make it a toilet. (laughs) 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 Um... So they stop off, look at it, and they're like, all right, we gotta we gotta come back to this later, I guess. Uh, because the next thing that happens is they're in school, they're in art class, and we get introduced to art teacher senior. Senior <laughs> The fucking fact that you're like, why are they calling him senior? Then later on in the movie, like he has changed his own name to senior. Not Mr. Senior. Senior. Just senior. <laughs> His name is Mr. <laughs> so, uh, should we call you Mr. Senior? No, that would just be redundant. Just call me Senior. <laughs> the sort of prelude to our teacher Senior, too, is this, the principal of the school is standing in the middle of the hallway just right. telling people things that don't make sense. Uh-huh. And then this guy that looks like he's graduating walks by with a dog. Yeah. And you, she says nothing to that. You're like... You're making up rules that don't exist, but you can just fucking roll through here with a dog. Right. What? Our teacher senior. Well, he looks like he teaches at Hogwarts. Right. He's got the black, like, over thing. Mm -hmm. He's got a suit and tie and everything on. And he's got crazy hair. I mean, he looks like he's going to Hogwarts with his dog, who is his familiar. And uh, (laughs) then this dog is forced into art prostitution. Jim, the dog. Jim the dog is forced into art prostitution because he has to sit up on a block while everybody stares at his wiener mm-hmm. and they draw him. And Jim is a central character this to this story. We're not just remarking on Jim because, oh, hey, it's a dog. Jim is a character in this film. Yes. He's part of the screenplay. He's been named Jim very uh, intentionally. Yeah, right. Uh, then art class gets pretty weird. It gets weirder than having an art teacher who only has one name like he's fucking Madonna and it's Mr. Yeah, it's weird, like, you know, <laughs> let's teach gallery from college to a bunch of eight-year-olds. Right. And these kids are painting this dog as if they are eight years old. Like, it's like fridge art bad, which is just fine for an eight-year-old child, but Senior is critiquing them like they should all be Monet or some shit. Yeah. 
Well, and I know no eight-year-olds that go to an art class and use charcoal. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, what? That's like advanced it's art finger crap. paint. Yeah, it's paste. Yeah. And you don't get art. You just get half of them to not eat the paste. <laughs> but he's like, oh, no, your 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 impressionism is is uh, too imaginative. Mm-hmm. This is... This is uh, Impressionist class. He wants to just smack them all in the face and say, just draw the fucking dog. Right. Don't draw anything else. You're trying to draw the fucking dog. Because the one thing you want to have when you're making art is no imagination. No imagination. Yes, that's the requirement for art is, is zero imagination. It's just still lives over and over uh-huh. and over and over again. And even in still life, there's a sense of imagination. Jesus Christ, this guy has no business teaching art class. None. Some of the ones that he likes... Are still not great. They're still not even. They look the same as the other crap. You can't tell any of it apart. It's what happens when you. If you were to do this, yes, this would happen. And this is what you'd get in real life if you tried to teach art like this to children. Right. <laughs> so I'm not sure why he's surprised by the results. Yeah, is this is this his first day on on school? I like, guess. I mean, this has been going on for a while, senor. Senor. Plus, how do you even get a job? Like. Uh, fill out this job application. First name, senior. Last name, that's it. That's it. Yeah, then you can teach, like, oh, okay, well, it sounds good to me. We don't have to do a background check on you or nothing. I mean, well, even in the 80s, come on. You're gonna- I mean, and even in, even later in the movie when they explain how we got the job, right? He's changed his name. He's been fired from, like, four other schools. Right. Um, He's the great, 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 great grandson of Rembrandt. Right. It's just okay. That's it. Seems like that's all. He walks in and goes, "I'm the great, 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 great grandson of Rembrandt. I should be teaching art class." And the principal goes, "That checks out with me. Go ahead. Sure. Get started." Is that dog coming with you every day? Of yes. Course. He's my assistant. Perfect. Yeah. That that lines up. Uh, you've met met all the requirements. Uh, do you have a resume? No. All right. Good. Because if you did, I'd tell you to get out of yeah, here. Get get out of here. Now your crazy hair. That's what we're hiring for. <laughs> Um, so the boys go back to the burnt house and Conrad's, uh, yelling about the suicide thing and Michael climbs up, gets inside and cut to him getting scared. Uh, he's, he's had a bit of a fright. He's had, yeah, he's been, he's been zapped by the fear. Right, right, right. Hair is actually like zapped electric in straight up in the air. Yeah, he's got cartoon hair. He's got King Ralph hair. He's got King Ralph. <laughs> he went the same way as the Royals. Right. Only he survived. Right. And uh, it scares him so bad, he falls out the window down the sluice box and into a pile on the ground. Uh, at this point, Conrad does not go for help. He just loads his ass into a grocery cart <laughs> and fucking wheels him home. And then he can't get him up to the stairs, so he tells his sister, like, here's your fucking pile of a brother. He might be dead. I don't know. He's in this fucking shopping cart, though. I brought him here. Uh, good job, me. See ya. Bye. <laughs> that was one of the dead bum shopping carts. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's not like Conrad could have carried him very well. That, that that shopping cart was just left over there from the bag lady yeah. that burnt up. Good thing those bums died. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have just left him. Right. <laughs> uh. So dad's like oh uh, so is he dead should we take him to the doctor the doctor's like no i can't do house calls i don't know why because later i do a house call 
Uh, either way, Michael starts to wake up, and Dad's like, what happened? He's like, I went up to the second story, and I saw something, and now I can't remember what I saw, but I don't feel very good. I'm going to go back to sleep. There was a long period in this movie where I thought that what was in the house was going to be the same thing in the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. Right, We were right. never going to get to see yeah, it. Yeah, I almost think it would have been better that way. So the next day, Michael wakes up, comes downstairs for another uh, bowl of uh, blender breakfast, and uh, everybody's a little surprised to see him because he's got no fucking hair, man. Oh, he's bald. He's 100% bald up top. Yep. He's still got eyebrows and eyelashes, I noticed, though. Then he proceeds to go Anakin Skywalker on not having fucking hair. I've never seen anybody so fucking pissed off about not having he hair. He freaks out. Not like, dude, what's going on? How did my hair fall out? He is only concerned about the visuals of him not having any hair. Not, do I have like some sort of uh, radiation poisoning? Was there like like a gas leak in there and it scorched off all my hair? What the fuck? He, he doesn't care about what happened to his hair, just how much bald he is. Yeah. Oh, God, he's crying. He is crying. And then, you know, we go through this weird period where he's not going to school and... You know he's down in the basement playing a drum solo. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go line by line because yeah. we got to We got to dissect <sighs> this movie. We're not gonna skip anything here. Jay. The he his life is over. His is, life. That's is what he's over. acting like. Yeah. And also, like even for a kid whose life is over, I have to compare him to Anakin Skywalker because he's being that much of an insufferable douche. He's being that much of a butthole about his fucking hair. Well, in his defense, he did look pretty ghastly i mean if a bunch of tuscan raiders had come in at night and shaved his ass he would have fucking got a gun and murdered all of them yeah. the women the children all of them and then princess amadala would have been like here's my boobies yeah like, I'm, I'm starting to like you yeah you're the mm. once you drop your lightsaber and prove to be completely fucking useful i'll be in love with you you, you should you use the force on my butthole rapey murderous <laughs> douche <laughs> Yeah, that's how bad he is. And dad's like, dude, it's just your hair. It's not that big of a deal. It's going to grow back. Like, feel my face. I shave every day, and now it's all stubbly. So I, it grows back, bud. I feel like real Canadian dad would have just plopped a toque on him. Right. And not said anything, and he would have been like, get oh, you, sweet, eh? Yeah, get and your ass outside, eh? Back to playing soccer or whatever. What's a toque? They're cool hats. With the little strings? Yeah. yeah. Right. I want a toque. Don't you have like three? Yeah, we, we okay. Yes, I do. I mean, we live in Idaho. You we, have one that's we're a basically frog. Canada. I know, right? That one's the best one. Yeah, yeah it, it gets pretty cold up here. We all need toques, eh? I've got a few. Yeah. Um. So, Conrad notes that uh, his pet ant is dead. At some point, Conrad has picked up an ant because he was obsessed with not stepping on the ants earlier, which I thought Conrad was just being weird. But now he's got an ant in the box. And it's dead suddenly. Yep. Is this related? I think it was supposed to be comical. Like, oh, my friend, look at my pet. Oh, God, it's dead. Just like your hair. But <laughs> but then it was like, oh, everybody's laughing at his dead aunt. So it, and I'm like, oh, but it wasn't funny. No, no. But it's, maybe in Canada, it was fucking hilarious. He's got a dead aunt. <laughs> dead ants. <laughs> What? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. This Not to mention you can't keep an ant in a matchbox. It can get out. Yeah. Right? It's and why an would ant. you keep an ant? 
like the whole premise of his aunt this ant business is just like is yeah. it a red herring i don't know but i don't know what the ant is it's just there was one there and they got a shot of it and they're like we're gonna keep using this let's just keep rolling with this ant thing this... conrad likes ants now oh my god okay it's very surreal right uh, so the next day, they take Michael to the doctor because guess what? He woke up. He didn't have any hair growing back. Yeah. Uh, so dad's like, okay, there's something wrong. Uh, and the doctor's like, well. It's alopecia. Movie credits roll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I've ran all the tests I can. Uh, we've stuck him in that uh, loud machine that uh, makes you very uncomfortable and you can't move. Uh, otherwise, we've got to start it up again. I don't know what the hell that thing's called, even though I'm a doctor. But uh, I've, I've got a prognosis. He's got harem scarum. <laughs> I tried to figure out where that saying comes from, and I couldn't. He's, what I did find out is that it's in, stage four. <laughs> in '87, there's a band from Quebec called Harem Scarum sure, that does sure. quite a few albums, and I'm kind of thinking this shit spawned that. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I just, I think it's just a gag. Got- Wait, where does the saying come from? A harem scarum. It just rhymes. Yeah, his hair has been scared. <laughs> I know, but it doesn't like harem scarum is like it's spelled harem like women sex thing. What? Yeah. What women sex thing? Like a harem? Oh. The band's name is. No, the term harem scarum spelled like that too. Uh I don't know what it means. Okay. It means like, you're afraid of dicks. Like helter skelter? No, that makes more sense. Okay. Anyway, I think that this was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, I and think you're it's just overthinking a joke. it. Yeah, I think you're overthinking it. I know. It. I heard Chico Mark say it one time, too. Hmm. Okay. The same joke? No. Wow. Oh, it was doing like an eeny, meeny, miny, mo thing. It was harem, scaram, nothing's harem. And he just says a lot of things. All right. Uh, so, so Conrad gets pulled into the art teacher's closet, into Senior's art his office as it were it's a closet but it's just a closet it's the janitor's closet there's even fucking like liquid chemicals in there like cleaning solutions and things of that nature uh to get yelled at because he's uh michael's not showing up to class and he knows that something's wrong with his little friend yeah what's he doing you will tell me and conrad's like uh can i go now yeah why am i in a closet with you why do you even have a closet I'm a kid. I'm a kid. What the fuck, man? Uh, I think I think Senior might need to be fired. <laughs> I don't even really know if he works there. He might not. <laughs> he just started showing up one day, and they're like, well, we needed an art teacher, and he's not asking for a salary. Right. Yeah. He's kind of like Milton, except for Milton did work there, I guess. I don't know. Um, so Michael's now having nightmares and uh, because because he has no hair. <laughs> yeah. He's dreaming about going back into the house and seeing what was in there. And but he doesn't still doesn't remember. He can never get all the way through the dream, the nightmare. And he wakes up in screaming and freaking out and running into his dad's bed and and divulging that he needs to see what that was in order to be whole again. A, he needs hair because he looks like a fucking freak. Uh, and B, his words, not mine. Uh, and B, he needs to see what scared him so bad. His pajamas are kind of awesome, too. What, his bathrobe? He's got a bathrobe and pajamas. He's got pinstripe pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Right. Everybody's got a bathrobe and pajamas in this movie. That's all anybody wears is bathrobes and pajamas. Yeah. It's great. 
All films should be like this. All lives should be like this. Um, so Senior gets called into the principal's office to get lectured uh, because she found out that he's a fraud. Yeah. He's a charlatan. <laughs> I think the best part of the scene is right up front when she's like, your fucking dog is in here, and it jumps on her couch, uh-huh. and he's like, yeah, that dog's bad. And he just lets it stay on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, he's a bad dog. It's like, that's Jim. He's going to fucking do whatever, man. <laughs> and say he was a good assistant. <laughs> and she, I I think she fires him, right? She doesn't. She's just like, we're on to you. You're full of shit. Buster. And then he's like, all right. And he leaves. And he's like, come on, Jim. And they leave. But he doesn't seem to be fired. She doesn't say you're fired. Right. She doesn't say clean out your janitor's office. It right. isn't yours. Stop teaching art. None of that happens. None of that happens. Uh, I, I don't know what the scene is as well, how it is in the plot. Uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Conrad comes over to the house, and uh, Susie is upstairs playing piano, and she's playing very well. She's a virtuoso. Yeah, she's basically playing Chopin. And meanwhile, she can't. she's struggling to concentrate, e- even though she is still able to play advanced Chopin while struggling to concentrate. That's how good she yeah. is. Because Michael is downstairs busting a Rush-esque, a Neil Peart-esque drum solo. There, this is like a three-minute drum solo. And it, it's, it's meant to, I, I kind of think it's meant to be played like he's just banging on the drums in anger. But, dude, he's, he's fucking killing it as well. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> and he's, like, mad and he's getting distracted, but he's like, oh, I still got it. I can't. I'm not just going to bust up my groove even. Right? I, I think he's crying. He's crying. Yeah, he's anger playing in, because he's gotten away. <laughs> and Conrad's like, sup, dude? And he's like, get out of here. <laughs> well, if, you know, he tells him, senor got fired. Right. And then he's like, I don't want any visitors. I'm a human freak. I'm an abomination. (laughs) I am the thing that should not be. I'm disgusting. (laughs) Just fucking all over the drums. And then Conrad just turns around, doesn't say anything, and just shuffles off. (laughs) It's hilarious. Uh... (laughs) So the family's like, okay, this dude is falling apart. He is a, he's a train wreck. We got to pull him out of this. So they go and get him a toupee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an ape drape. <laughs> yeah. They're like, here, you look normal again. Here's a fake ape drape. And he's like fighting him. He's like, no, it's not real. Don't put it on me. I don't even want to touch it. And then they like, they have to pin him down and put this fucking rug on his head. Show him, and he's like, "Yay, life!" <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, his confidence is back. He's, he's got a stride in his step. Yep, he's ready to go tackle the world. But wonder if it won't stay on. Yeah, right. And his sister's like, "No, we just glue it to your fucking head." <laughs> and she does. And he's like, "Yay!" <laughs> he's fucking scoring goals. Yes, all the women love him. Life is great. Because he's got a fucking fake ape drape. And nobody can tell. (laughs) Oh, but during the soccer match, the opposing team's got this one kid. The the enforcer. The enforcer. (laughs) Oh, God, who trips him. 
and and Michael comes at him hot, like they're gonna get into fisticuffs. Yeah. And this kid just kind of pins him down and pulls off his wig. All the other, like he gets up. The normally what would happen to the yellow card? Mm-hmm. You get a free kick, right. probably right. 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 Uh, but all the kids are like, swing at him, swing yeah. at him, and he kind of gives a half-ass one, and you're like, ooh, that's not a good-looking punch, Mike. You might stick to stalker because boxing ain't gonna be your thing. And then they goad him into it again, and then he, he winds up and really tries to let him have it, and it's just like, well, that is not a good punch. No. The and kid then, steps back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if he wouldn't have, the arm would have gotten limp when he hit him. Yeah. Which causes him to uh, get his wig pulled off, and the glue is, like, still stuck to his head. Yeah. And it's in slow motion, and, like, like to the viewer, like, oh, no, his wig. Yeah. <laughs> No tragedy has befallen poor Michael once again. And they chase him down the street and they have the the kids have a Michael has no hair song. Like they, they already wrote it and practice it and chant it as they're chasing him home. Both teams. Both teams. His own friends are with the other team chanting <sighs> their your bald song. Everybody knows he's an abomination. Yeah, because not having hair is the worst thing that could ever happen. That's right. And, and apparently this is just widely known throughout all schools mm-hmm. because they have the same song for bald people. No, no, this is Michael's song. I thought the same thing, like, look at the freak with his stupid head, but it's look at fucking Michael with his stupid head. Uh, Michael... Who lives over on Elm Street. Just got done playing <laughs> soccer. Now he's bald again. That's the guy in front of us. <laughs> this guy right here. I mean, maybe every so- maybe maybe every school in Canada does have that song, but I'm pretty sure it's about Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of the night comes, and he goes down uh, for a snack, or I can't remember what he's doing down in the kitchen. He's just having a nightmare. I think he comes yeah. down maybe for water or something. Yeah, and he sees something in the basement, and so he goes down into the basement, and there's, uh, there's, well, we'll just say it. There's two ghost bums down there. No, at this point, they're just vagrants invading his house. Well, they're they're ghost they bums. They are ghost bums, but right here you have a hard time because they don't magically appear. Right. They're in there and they're stealing all of his food and they leave through the door with a box of food. He, it's He's being robbed by bums. And again, he was in the kitchen and then goes down to the basement where they've got another kitchen. Well, I think he actually just sees them in the basement but then turns around and they're like rummaging through. I think they're in the kitchen. Uh, Jackie? I wasn't sure what was happening, but I know that at the end scene, they were in the kitchen. They were they were looting the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. Um, but yeah, they're just stealing his pantry goods during this whole time of his, them explaining their weird, crazy bum ghost bumness to him. Yeah, like we're ghosts. Don't worry about us. Uh, we burned up in that fire, and uh, I'm Fred, and this is Mary. And Mary's like, you got to say these words. Uh, and she gives him a recipe that he has no idea what is. Yeah. But he is like, okay, I will do whatever you say. And after each line, it's, you know, five dead flies, put them on my head. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else was in there? Uh Spoonfuls of soil. Right. A, hand, right. a fistful of cat litter. Right. Peanut mm-hmm. butter. Right. Um, one rotten egg. Right. Put it on my head. And then some kind of 
uh, fizzy mouth. Yeah, mouth water. Mouth water. What the fuck is mouth water? I can't. She. That's what she. She said mouth water. She says it's the best mouth water. It's not just any mouth water. It's like orange crush of mouth waters. I can only assume that it's like Listerine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe like Listerine. Is it just a translation? Problem no, I, or, I don't know. It's one of those. Nonsense. There's, a, there's a number of lines here that just seem like they're intentionally nonsense. Yeah, right. So they bail out the door like ghosts do. Uh, and yeah, they're uh, like, we're ghosts. We're stealing your food and we're leaving <laughs> out the door because we're ghosts. We've got your Frosted Flakes. Yeah. See you later. Uh, and uh, he, so he makes starts making it immediately, this recipe. And it takes him... A little while, and he wakes up his family because he's running around doing all this shit. And his dad's like, "No, you can't drink that because he's making it in the blender." Yeah. And so his sister grabs it and flushes it down he, the toilet. His dad has no idea what's happening. None. He just grabs him and he's like, "Dump it down the toilet. It's drugs. It's, I know it." Yeah, it's not anything bad. It's just gross. Right. It's just mush. I'm still not sure where they got the mouth water, but yeah, he did. I guess he ran down to the. 7-Eleven and said, I need the fizzy stuff. They were like, here's your mouth water, sir. That'll be $18. And he's like, can I have some lottery tickets too? <laughs> yeah, and then they scratch him at the counter and you're like, Jesus, there's other people here. At least stand to the fucking side. Your fucking lottery tickets. It leaves gross shavings everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so the ghosts come back that next night and they're like dude what the fuck man we gave you the recipe it's in the toilet wait you got to put it on your head he memorized it for that whole night right. but then like totally forgot it i guess right and they're like nope well you don't get it because life sucks so you're doomed and the old guy's like oh come on give it to him one more time and this time she just gives him the whole paper well no, the old guy takes it from her oh, and yeah. gives it to him and she's like man and then they disappear and you're like I guess they're ghosts, but last time they pretty much robbed him. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, ghosts get hungry, too. So he makes it again by candle night in secret. It's very secret, and he's downstairs, and nobody can hear him, and he gets it done. Yeah, and it's too, because he's stirring it this time. He's mm -hmm. not using the blender, right. but it's too viscous. Right. And he realizes more peanut butter is the only solution. Right, the peanut butter solution, because otherwise it's going to run down his head, and he's going to have streaks of hair growing on his nose and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't want that. No. So he uh, he gets it right and paints it he paints his head with the the gross stuff. Uh, I'm assuming uh, this is just the recipe for Vegemite because uh, it looks like Vegemite and probably tastes like Vegemite. Yeah. Yeah. You ever had Vegemite, Sam? No, I haven't. Ooh, it's gross. They love it. Huh. They love it though. They think we're freaks for eating peanut butter. Peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, this should be noted, too, because this is Skippy's fucking high-dollar product placement. <laughs> they apparently gave him a bunch of money to make this, and they got one fucking shot. Right. I was like, really? That's what they got? That sucks. So, sure enough, he leaves it over overnight, wakes up. He thinks he's still bald, but immediately, uh, the next shot, it's not like later that day, it's, it's growing. This hair is growing. Uh-huh. Way too fast. He's like, eat shit, Rapunzel. Yeah. Yeah, what you got? Eat shit, uh, Rogaine. Well, it's like his sister, by the time that the sister runs up and tells the dad that the mm -hmm. hair is growing and comes back, he's he's got a buzz cut. Right. It goes from stubble to a buzz in about three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And then Conrad comes over 
And he's already starting to work on a mop top by that point. Yep. And then they go upstairs, and he's got a full fucking head of hair. Yeah. He's already he's already got, it's not just the ape drape, he's got hockey hair now. Yeah, he gets to school, and he has Ariel's hair from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, he looks good. Up there. Uh, Conrad has noted his hair and been like, man, that is an impressive, uh, you, you look like fucking uh, uh, Bruce Linklater. No, yeah. not Bruce Linklater. The guy from Megaforce. What the fuck is his name Box again? Or no, uh, woo. Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. You got Barry Bostwick here, man. That is impressive. Yeah. Uh, can I have some of that? And uh, I, I want to take it home because my dad is bald, too. He, he's, uh, <laughs> he's a little snippy and forceful. He's like, spill it. What'd give you do? Yeah. What's this? No, spill it. Give it now. Give, give it, it to me. Give what it, is it? Give it. Give What'd it, you do? Give, give it, it. Give it. And and uh, Michael's like, uh, you're not bald. Look at all that hair. And he's like. I want it for someplace else. He's straight up pointing. He's like, I want it down there. Now get out of the bathroom. Conrad wants to put it on his junk. He does put it on his junk. Yes. That happens in this movie. A kid has decided to put the peanut butter solution on his crotch so that he can have a full plumage <laughs> of puke. Because that's going to be great. I'm when eight. I... I need beaver or bush. Uh, pubes. <laughs> I need pubes. It's going to be great. I guess <laughs> it's going to be a whole new day for Conrad once he gets pubes. Oh, Conrad. <laughs> yeah. This part was like, hmm, that's a little iffy. Right. Like, why? Are we, okay. Yeah. They're actually going to do this. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's he in the bathroom. Yep. With, oh, man. And then, you know, it happens. Um. So he goes to school. Everybody knows it growing, like, right in front of him. The teacher's a little dubious about it, and uh, but uh, there's no choice. Eventually, his hair is live growing in front of everybody. I mean, he comes home that day, and he's essentially become Cousin It. Yeah. That's how much hair he's got. He can't see. He won't. He refuses to get it out of his it, face. He either. can't. There's like, too much hair, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> can't have soup. The curtains are in the way. <laughs> right. Um, so now Conrad has to cut his hair at all times at all day because it's just, just constantly growing. He just, he's soon going to have to get like a hedge trimmer and just back and forth. Well, and Conrad's got pubic hairs hanging out the bottom of his pants. Yeah, it's now grown out Conrad's pants. We have seen a child's pubes in this movie. The, the... math teacher finally is like, you get this snipping is getting out of control at which point, this is where the tears start. This is where the tears start flowing when you laugh too hard at this movie. Right. Conrad's trying to cut his hair, and he explains to the math teacher, he's like, look, he has to keep cutting my hair, or it'll just grow too long. This is the only chance I've got. <laughs> the only one. The only chance I've got. I can't leave. I want to become educated. <laughs> And it's with conviction, with conviction. this kid delivered this delivers this line. I want to be educated. And the teacher's like, "Nope, I can't deal with you getting your hairs." And he's like, and "The kid, there's kids that are clapping behind him. Like he almost gets the slow clap yeah, for his I want to be educated speech." No, this is like a it's a huge applause. They're like, "Yes, this is the social education." I don't want to be hairless. I want to be educated. <laughs> and he's like, "Fucking shut up, you two. <laughs> principal's office they get expelled they are kicked out of school 
because of Connor, because of Michael's hair. And Conrad's coming like and the Conrad's kinda, pubes. <laughs> she, it's coming out of his pants. And she just kind of looks at him like, you know what? I don't even want to fucking know, Conrad. We, can, we can't deal with you. Too, I don't man. even want to fucking know. Both you, of you get the fuck out of this school. You're expelled. <laughs> Not like maybe we should go talk to a doctor about your hair situation or like try shaving your head in the morning or anything. No, get the fuck out of here. Get the freaks. Fuck. You fucking freaks. <laughs> Thought it was bad when you were bald. Now that you got hair, join the circus. That's the only path for you, monkeys. <laughs> oh my god. Um, then Michael is now having hilarious nightmares. Yes, where dogs are chasing <laughs> him is the where you cry again because. <laughs> Wild dogs have found him in the park. <laughs> and it's not it's just some German shepherds and they seem like they might be mean, I don't know. But they've they 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 attack him viciously <laughs> and then finally drag him through a shot by his hair. <laughs> and it is so fucking funny looking. For their own evil ends. Oh man. Ugh. And he's got his hands on his face like, oh no. <laughs> No, my hair's too long, and these dogs are dragging me off to a certain doom. Um. So the next day, he gets up, and he's like, I'm going to school. Fuck them. I must be educated. Yeah. And Dad's like, you can't go to school. They kicked you out. And he's like, I don't care what they did. Yeah. I'm going. But it's super windy. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so he has to take a nap under the porch. Of, like, the neighbor's house. He, it's not that he's, like, he, well, he's blown into the porch, but the only thing he can do is close his eyes and go to sleep, um, which causes him to then get kidnapped. <laughs> he just, yeah. And then there's a paper that, like, the headline's in, spinny paper shot. Michael kidnapped. Michael kidnapped. And then another one. And then all of a sudden, 10 students ten missing. 10 like, children missing. Wait, wait, what, what, what? what? Oh, my God. Uh, it's senior. Senior has grabbed Michael and these children and has put Michael into, I don't, is he, is Michael asleep? Like, did he drug him or is Michael just so deflated by his life path that he's yeah. like, well, that's it. I might as well just lay here in this contraption. He's, he's just, he's given up. I've given up. Uh, Senor has talked him into this being best for everyone. This is, this is the best option, uh, you know. You're, you're actually helping people now, whereas before you just were a, a monster. Um, you scared the other children by how much hair you had, and uh, uh, people were going to throw popcorn at you inside of a circus tent. Now you're helping humankind. Now so you're, just lay there. Yeah. Just do that. Uh, meanwhile, now there's 20 children 20 missing. 20 children have been missing, and Senor has made a hair coat <laughs> senior is now a fur trapper he is wearing a coat made of michael's hair yes it is creepy as shit hey jim has a matching coat though jim, jim has his own matching oh. hair coat and he's running uh well we don't find that out yet now we're we've got detective kids on the fucking yeah case. conrad and Susie are like we gotta figure out where everybody's gone we gotta get michael back so we're going to because dad has broken down by Michael's being kidnapped. Dad has lost his shit and uh, uh, is upstairs doing what he does all the time, doing what he does all the time, but also smashing things. Oh, that's right. Very poorly. He has the worst 
fit of rage I have ever it's seen. It's real bad. It's real bad and hilarious. Yeah. He uh, got much better for Battlestar when he freaked out. Yeah. We'll just say oh, that. Oh, boy. Uh, and so they're like, well, we can't do this alone. We got to get Michael's dad to, to sober up or whatever the fuck is his problem. We got to pull him out of the doldrums. Uh, so they're like. Their plan, I guess, is to go to the art supply store and buy him some nice paintbrushes. So he's like, hey, kids, thanks for some nice paintbrushes. Let's go find Michael. It seems like a pretty dubious plan, but whatever. While they're there, they find a paintbrush that is made of human hair, not just bristles. This hair has been I've, I've cut this hair. This is Michael's hair. The art store, art supply store clerk says this is the hottest new brush. Mm hmm. They're twenty dollars though. That seems like a fair price for the hottest new brush. Well, I would that's plastic and it's human hair. It's not gonna work. It's a piece of shit. It's not worth twenty dollars. Well, I don't know. You see what he paints later. But well, that's true. But um, they're magic. <laughs> well, nobody would have got him off the shelf, I guess. Um anyway, so they they're like, Hey, what's the story with this uh with this Michael brush? And the guy's like, I don't know. Some wacko shows up on Saturdays in a red van. Uh he goes by the name Senor. He first tells him that he doesn't know anything. Right, then right. they buy a brush and he tells him everything they need to know. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a fucking shisty motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He's like, I don't know. Oh, you want a $20 brush? Well, let me oh, tell you case. all about it. Yeah, perhaps perhaps this will make you remember. Oh, it does, actually, yes. <laughs> uh, Senor's coming back on Saturday to deliver another batch of brushes. Wait a minute. That's tomorrow. So it's now Operation Kid Sting. Yep. Very unassumingly, they wait in plain sight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doing kid stuff, though. You know, reading comic books and yeah. uh, playing with yo-yos. Just and general loitering. General you question it. children loitering. Yeah. yeah, with a, you know, hose and a bag of sugar. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. You're not supposed to notice that. <laughs> so he, he shows up, Senior does, goes in to deliver things. Conrad sneaks into the van and uh, Susie hangs out because Conrad is going to make a sugar trail behind the van that leads them, leads Susie directly to where the kids are missing. From, also, Senor gives a very poor attempt to kidnap Susie. Right. He's right. just like, hey, you want to get in this van? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, see ya. Uh, you want me to uh, wear your skin like a suit later? No, I'm good. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. Have a nice day. Uh, so she follows the van. Uh, for quite a ways until she runs into the street sweeper, which has sweeped up all the sugar, and now she's lost the trail. She's She didn't really look upstream very far. No, I'm she didn't. Gonna, she didn't try she gives up pretty fucking yeah. easy. <laughs> she's like, I tried nothing, and I'm all out of ideas. Fuck it, I'm going home. You and, get up there and find that fucking dog. Well, and here's the other weird thing about this whole thing, right, is that the red, you see the red truck, and then you see her coming around on the bicycle, and all these bums are getting up from the what shadows and, with that? and shit, and they're all, like, clapping for her and cheering her yeah, on. Yeah, Susie! Like, do these bums know you? Do they know what she's doing? Or, like, oh, yeah, he's, she, Susie's going to get him, that kid, they, that guy that stole all those kids that we were going to steal because we're fucking bums. And we're bad, inherently. I don't know where I my don't joke know. is going. I don't know what's going on. It's very strange. It's another there's, slow clap scene, it's just like the the classroom thing. There's this one, and they're just throwing every shot they can get in there to get all the way through this Celine Dion song. Right, that too. <laughs> yeah, they're like we this is we we're paying for this with this fucking song. So let's go. Um. So now she's she's stuck. She doesn't know where he's at. So Senior has now discovered Conrad, 
and take him in, taking him into his child labor factory, which this whole thing is Michael strapped to like a conveyor belt. His hair is, and it's just getting cut by a machine. And these kids are attaching the hair to brushes so that he can sell these to art supply stores. It's a big scam. He's got a sweatshop going. Yeah. Uh, my Ling, Conrad's sister. Right. Who has seemed to benefit from her parents' sea change in naming their children. <laughs> uh, she's there. They've all got pink geese on. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, karate. Right, right. Or sweatshop. Labor. And they have to make 500 a day. 500 a day. Or they don't get any food. They don't get any food. It doesn't Sounds seem, about right. It doesn't seem like that many. It doesn't seem like that many because they show how to put these things together. It seems like it takes about two seconds. Yeah, I think that, you know, Senor's halfway reasonable for a complete human piece of trash. I kind of think he's not charging enough for these magic paintbrushes, to tell you the truth, because these things do a pretty goddamn good job. 20 bucks? I mean... Man, you're gonna flood the market with these. You gotta, you gotta charge like I think you could charge like thirty grand for one of these paintbrushes, like instant Rembrandt. You know, it's better than that. They're yeah. magic, right? They're magic. They're magic. Michael's hair is not just massive and flowing and constantly growing. It's magic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Conrad's like, so how do we, how do we get out of here? You guys try to escape, you know, like try some gadgets or like, uh, you know, some traps or, uh, you know, like, uh, the old switcheroo or, you know, snatch and grab or, uh, the old banger, uh, blowing a blaster. Mm -hmm. Um, they're like, no, we can't do any of that. There's only one way to escape, but we already tried it. It's through the magical painting portals, like fucking Dr. Strange. Yep. That all have Jim in them. That all have Jim in them because Senor has, I guess that's how he discovered that these Michael's hair was awesome as he painted some, I don't know how he figured this out. He's going to paint Jim and then all of a sudden, whoop, this is fucking crazy. Michael. Whoa. Yeah. They're like, um, they're not just cool. They're not just good stills. They've added some post-production bullshit to these that are like, like, uh, there's they're a alive. Whole, yeah. They're all, there's a whole thing on like, uh, di- in digital art of doing this where you're, you're making looping gifts essentially yeah. of really cool art. Um, I, there's a name for it. I can't fucking think of it. Sparkle, sparkle stuff. Um, Either way it's animation. Yeah. Right? The rivers are glistening. The streams. Um, it, it looks cool. That's, this is the only thing that they didn't really fuck up in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently if you go, you can walk into these paintings and it's a whole nother world, but you can't escape because all of these are imagined places, even though he was lecturing about making imaginary art earlier. Now he's doing it willy nilly. Oh, he's the only one that can use imagination. Damn it. Uh. Well, and I do have a question about this scene. Okay. So we all know that Michael is attached to his machine, right? And he's Mm -hmm. pumping out hair. Right. But if... Conrad is still pumping out pubic hairs. Why isn't he attached to some machine so, like a bull rider and it's just spreading down the machine mm-hmm, and they're making a mm-hmm. different line of brushes? Right. Conrad yells at his pubic hair to stop growing and it does. Oh my God, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. And then apparently I guess it all just falls out because there's no, he just, it's, that's not a thing anymore. Well, maybe he just trimmed it to the proper length. Yeah, Maybe. But he gave it a permanent. He does yell at his hair, and it stops growing. I thought that maybe it was just a bad cut, but no, that's what happens. That's what happens. Oh, my God. And at first, he asked nicely, like, stop growing. 
hey, stop growing. Stop growing! Maybe it's just hard of hearing here. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, the somehow the doctor's back involved, and he's like, so here's the deal. I've, uh, I've got a brother named Senior. Uh, oh, that's the guy. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know where he is. He's a bit of a loony. Um, but I've got another brother named the rabbit, uh, who happens to be your fucking art broker. Yeah. And the fourth brother is dead because it's the fucking ghost bomb. What? Yes. The Uh, ghost bomb is the fourth fucking brother. Holy shit. Which this connects everything and now makes and, less sense and than it would nothing. have if they weren't related. What the fuck is up with these brothers? I thought it was weird when there was three of them. Like, wait, the rabbit is the dance art broker? And you're the doctor? And Senor's the kidnapper? Yeah. And now there's a fucking bum that burned up and told him about a recipe to grow fucking head on his hair? Or hair on his head? Yeah. I totally did not catch that the bum was the fourth brother. <laughs> wow. That is... Uh. Man. This is not helping. That is a bombshell, Sam, yeah. that you just laid. Let's get fucking Wolf Blitzer to come in here. <laughs> he would shut the situation room down. Right. It's like, this situation is fucking... I quit! I'm out. <laughs> like, pull the plug. Launch the nukes. That I'm is done. too big of a bombshell. <laughs> Nothing can compete. He wouldn't uh, even freak out. He would just look at you and go, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> Um, all right, so they're like, all right, well, let's go see Brother Art Dealer and see where Senor's at because he's apparently the only one that knows where he's at because Senor's been coming in there with his magical paintings and the rabbit has been selling them like he, an art broker and nobody's questioning, like, where are these magical paintings coming from? Yeah. Uh, he's just like, oh, take them, enjoy them. They're $25. Seems like a pretty good deal. Um, and he's like, okay, fine. I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. Just don't hurt me. He's coming back on Friday. And the dad's like, it's only Tuesday. God damn it. He doesn't even do that. He's like, it's only Tuesday. All right. See you later. <laughs> and I go back to being a fucking weirdo in my attic. Yeah. And Conrad is back at the factory during uh, a, like a, a wall at night, I guess. And seniors sleeping. Uh, but he wants to go see Michael and his uh, little buddy is like you can't because there's invisible tripwires everywhere that if you touch one, it'll wake up Senor and then he'll eat you. He's got a ring Mm -hmm. that's attached to a bunch of strings like he's a fucking spider. Right. Yeah. But but his buddy's like, well, if you got to go, take my invisible string detector. I invented (laughs) this. I invented this. And it's just some cloth. Right. On the end of a stick. Uh Uh-huh. I guess if you're going to detect invisible strings, that's how you do it. He didn't lie at all. He did invent it. It does detect invisible thing, strings. It's just a little underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gets through. Uh, he goes up to Michael and uh, he's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? You want to get out of here? Michael's like, nope, this is the best option I got being stuck in this hair machine. Yeah, he's He's defeated. He's yeah. like. No, I talked about it with Senor, and this is just going to work out better like this. Yeah, just leave me. Go on without me. I'm done for. 
and Senior wakes up and he's like, hey, kid, I got you. And he's chasing him around and uh, eventually grabs his sister as a hostage. Like, you ever want to see your sister again, kid? Well, you got to play ball. Yeah. Conrad's like, I got no choice. There was some real action here. Conrad almost kills him with darts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that don't have a reason to exist. No, no, they're not part of his art thing. I don't know. Hey, they are they're dubious. Art darts. Yeah. Well, he's got the the life-size school teacher on his wall, the principal from the school, and right. he's throwing darts at her. Oh, because she fired him. Well, it seems like he's got a better gig. Why would he be mad? Right? He's Because he's not good at business, and he's actually making less money than when he was poorly teaching art class because he doesn't know the value of his own paper. No, he doesn't. Um. Anyways, so he puts Conrad up in this net and starts spinning him around, and Conrad's like, oh, I'm going to be sick. And, uh, yeah, kid, uh, you don't like the dizzies, do you? <laughs> and Conrad's like, oh, Oh, I can't go on. I I need a dad. Will you be my dad, senior? What? And you're like, huh? And senior's like, fucking A, kid. Hell yeah, I'll be your dad. I've never had kids before, and I've kind of always wanted some, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm your dad now. <laughs> I'm your dad now. What the fuck is going on? Ah, uh, it's so weird. And so now they're, he's the, like, the film goes on and Conrad's like, so what do you think about this dad? What do you think about that dad? And well, son, I've always thought that, uh, you know, a man should be honorable and, uh, this is how you shave. And they go on like picnics together and they're outside playing catch. And Conrad's like, I've got this guy so snowed right now. (laughs) We're playing catch. Uh, He gave me his ball cap that he wore when he was a kid. (laughs) This guy's got it coming. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, and is this the point where Conrad has unveiled his master plan? He's gathered everyone into this mm-hmm, auditorium mm-hmm. area, and he's like, see the giant canvas. Now, Dad, paint the 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 building, that, the mansion that got burnt. Yeah, I want to see what, what Michael saw. I want to see what scared him. And so now, like, the kids love Senor. Like he's Stockholm is set all the way in. Yeah, it's gone Stockholm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're like, oh, he's nice now that you're uh, his son. But you're still in a kidnapped forced labor situation. So not great. Not great. He's not great. I'm Patty Hearst. Um, and but not not Conrad. He's playing the long con. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh yeah, go ahead and paint that, that, pa- that painting. And so he paints the house in cartoony fashion. Well, he's with dancing brush, around yeah. and shit and he's right. being all funny and the kids love him. And oh. this is, <laughs> this is where I would have like, if somebody told me Jodorowsky had something to do with this, this mm-hmm. scene especially is like, whoa, this is very Jodo right now. Yeah, right. Uh, and so he climbs in. He's like, I'll go check it out, kids. Uh, we can't see what, what scared him from here. I'll go check it out. I'll go into the painting. And he does. He climbs in. Uh, it's fairly good mat work right here uh, for a shitty budget, budget movie. Well, right here, when they have when he's in the painting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's straight up just a projection, and they just did a really good job lighting everything. Yeah, they did a good job. Um, and uh, so he goes in there. He gets scared, and he falls tumbling all the way out of the painting and uh 
so now he's got the fright. I the guess. scare. The scare. Harem scare him. Outside, it's, Susie has found the sugar trail. She's picked up the trail back again. So for all this time. Officially, Papa Shakedown, totally pointless. Yeah, totally pointless. Uh, what the fuck? Um, and the bums are no longer cheering. <laughs> no. So Conrad wakes up Michael. Uh, and, uh, oh, right, right, right. So yeah. now he's figured out that the scare has transferred to Senor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and thus turned Michael's hair off. Right. His hair is no longer growing. As it's a secondary method of doing that when this whole time he could have just been like, stop, stop it. it. Stop it, hair. Ugh. Uh, yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm going to go into the house and see what scared me so bad. I've been wanting to know. I've had dreams about it, but I've never got it done. Those dogs scared me quite a bit, but I guess that wasn't what scared me. So let's go see what's inside the house. So he gets up in there, and it's just the bum ghosts. It's just the people that were stealing his goddamn cereals. Yeah. They're just they're in there being dead and ghosty. Yeah. Sup? We're ghosts. And he's hey. like, oh, that's it? That's it. Huh. How about that? I guess I don't need to be scared of you guys. Nope. No, we're just ghosts, man. We're cool. We're just chilling. We're not like Slimer. We're not going to eat a bunch of hot dogs and then leave a mess. We're just going to hang out. Maybe uh, watch some uh, Magnum P.I. later. Want to come by? You like the Jets, kid? <laughs> no. The Alouettes. <laughs> uh, senior is now awake, though, and he's become Walter White. He's completely bald and uh, looks like Heisenberg. He's chasing him around. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And nets a bunch of them because the networks. Yeah. Of course. Networks. Ooh, networks. Um, he tri- but he trips over his own trip wires and uh, causing Michael Conrad and uh, uh, Mayling May May uh, to escape out of the factory. But they get hung up at the garage doors. They're that they can't close. get out. Yeah. yeah. That's so close. They, well, here's why. Uh, they keep pushing. Turns out it was a pull. Yeah, it was a pull. Because right when they think that they're going to be captured again, Dad busts through with his fucking karate. <laughs> Even though he's the only one not dressed to do karate. Right. <laughs> he's still wearing his artist stuff. And he comes in. He's like, you stop it or else I'll kung fu you. <laughs> and then the police leisurely stroll in after him. Um, what seems to be the problem? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You let that guy take you apart, huh? Huh? You like that? You like that? Oh, man. They take the kids home, and Mom comes pulling up. She's back from Australia. Mom, Mom. And he's... Uh, meanwhile, Michael has still got... Really long hair. Joe Dirt's childhood hair. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, we missed you. Yeah, I missed you guys, too. Credits. Yup. So it kind of leads me to believe, like, hey, did they even tell the mom anything that, that Michael went missing? Right. Or, like, that he's had this whole traumatic experience this whole time? Did, because at one point, Michael call, goes to call his mom, and I think that's the first time he sees the spooky ghost. He's, like, going to call his yeah. mom and tell her everything, but then he hangs up because mom can't be talked to. Isn't there another scene later where he calls and like they can't find her or something? I think after the nightmare with the the German Shepherd where they mm-hmm. drag him off, right? Uh, 
or no, it could not have been that. I don't know. So Wait, there's one point where he jumps in bed with dad, uh-huh. and dad is like, "No, don't tell her about your baldness because it's just going to stress her out." Yeah. Well, and apparently being missing for two weeks is also not worth a phone call. You know, she's got things to deal with down there. She's got a, we, a house to sell. We gotta just gloss this thing over. The last time that she left for three days. We ended up in Cleveland. I don't really know how. Uh, suitcase full of panda meat. She was sore. She was sore <laughs> about all of it. She's going to be pissed about this. We know that we can't function not only as humans, but as anything that makes sense the second that she leaves. So we got to just not tell her about this. What the fuck is this movie about, guys? Uh, according to the director... Uh-huh. And the producer that it's about what you said. If something scares you, take a better look at it. It might not be that scary. Yeah, but that's such a microcosm of this film. But that's all it's saying. Everything else is just bananas. It's just bananas around this very small He-Man-esque type, uh, the moral of the story type thing. G.I. Joe half episode. Like, it's barely referenced in the middle that he's he says something about, I want to see what scared me, and then it goes away for an hour and a half, and then comes back at the very end, and he's like, oh, okay. See, I thought it was about being bald as being ugly. Or... He, he takes it a little fucking too much. I mean, we all know, you know... The, the Fast and Furious guys look well, great while they're bald. I think the uh, irony is is that uh, four years later, he sees Michael Jordan for the first time, and that hair comes right the fuck back <laughs> off because everybody did it. We right. all did it once. Um, like, we don't look as good as Michael Jordan. I need to grow this back. Yeah. I, like, it, it, no point. People picked on him. The only scene where he gets picked on for being bald is where he gets a wig pulled off his head. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Not that not that anybody kids should pick on each other. Yeah. But I mean, his reaction really sort of that's where the causes com- the response. Dude, you're eight and you're wearing a fucking wig. Ha 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 ha! Not, dude, you bald fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you're a freak. I think he could have been fine just being bald. Lots of kids are bald. Yeah, he he freaks out. He freaks the fuck out. It's not like he grew. I mean. Don't forget that in like a year and a half, his entire face is going to be covered in fucking pizza. He's going to be an acne magnet. Mm-hmm. That's when you're a fucking monster. Yeah. Not, dude, you, hey, man. Half, lo- half the time he's going to have a boner, so he's just sticking a trapper keeper in front of his crotch right. like that actually hides it. Yeah, when you're when you're straight up bald, you're a bit of a tough guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, mercs are straight up bald, dude, kid. Yeah, that's cool. Own it. Lean into that shit. Start, uh, you know, t- asking uh, little Molly if she wants to go to the Sadie Hawkins dance. And she's like, I guess I don't have a choice. Otherwise, you might kill me. You dangerous bastard. <laughs> Dang. What? Because he's bald. He's dangerous. You know, there's a element of danger when you're bald because you're tough. You know? yeah. yeah. It's like Dr. No, only he's Dr. Yes, please. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's baffling what this movie's about. But uh, who else wants to ask a question? Why is he the rabbit? That's such a 
really specific nickname. Well, it's like a crimey name. It's a crimey name. Like the rabbit. We got to see the rabbit. We got to see the rabbit. The guy that always gets away is the rabbit. Right? He's a fucking art dealer. At the at the most crimey, he's just a fence. He's just fucking everybody. Oh. He is fucking everybody. He is, well, no, because he's in selling those paintings world. too cheap. Which no, wait. would flood the market and then remember, fuck everybody. Remember his commission, though, when he was talking about, I could sell this All for right. six grand. You'd get four of that. Like, I think you're gouging. Yeah. You are. That's his time. Maybe Jackie's right. He's a rabbit because he fucks everybody. And he has a nickname, the rabbit. And they just let him fuck him, I guess. What do you think commission should be on? Like a like a small gallery? Everything like that's 10%. I always, I always think maybe 20 at the high end. I think on a but high he's end. But th- he's at th- 33%. That's high. So I think that they actually add things like, so if they, if they put on an event for you uh-huh, uh-huh. and there's wine and a bunch of shit yeah, like right, that, right. it's probably going to be more like 20%. Yeah. Okay. But the, the third? Come on, man. What is this? Yeah. Thirds. That's steep. 60-40. I guess that's not a third. That's. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, it's a third. It, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he had thirty three percent. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, like he's like, hey, I'd sell that for six grand. I you keep a few bucks for yourself. Yeah. yeah, he's covered in fine pelt and tastes delicious, and he's a fucker. That's what he is. Yeah, what a dirty dick. He's got no choice but to be the rabbit. Okay, good question, good answer. Uh, did the peanut butter quantity, the volume of the peanut butter, fuck up the recipe? Was the recipe legit? Like it was a straight up good hair growth solution, but he put too much peanut butter in it. That's why it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. Fucked it up. I don't think so. Okay. Because it seems like this whole thing is a four man job. Right. Because, because of the, the bum is the brother. Right. This is like a thing. Okay. So everybody wins on this deal of the brothers, except for the one who's dead. Because he died. Maybe he isn't dead. Well, in the one scene, it seems like he's straight up just a vagrant that's robbing a house. Right? Jackie, you got any thoughts on this? It's the peanut butter that causes his hair to grow too much. The old bum lady even says, if you put too much peanut butter in this, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but you won't like it. Whoa. But she's not part of the brothers. She could be like a, like a... Hey, I told you not to, I mean, let, let, you know, stick to the plan here. This yeah. is part of the whole p- the peanut butter thing. Got to do the peanut butter thing. She's like, I'm dead. And he's like, no, you're not. You're not really dead. We didn't burn up. I just conked you over the head and then put some soot on your face. So, ooh, you're a spooky ghost. But, dude, come on, spooky ghost. We walked in through this kid's kitchen door and we're eating his cereal. Spooky ghosts don't do that. No, they don't. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I, I like that it's a whole crime thing. <laughs> uh, we got to catch those Falcone boys. It's a conspiracy between Magic Brothers. Magic Brothers. <laughs> For bullshit paintings that you get at truck shops. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, leads me to my final question. How does the trial of Senor go? The trial of Senor? The senior? trial of Senor. Because he's arrested. He's taken away. That's true. He yeah. is. Yeah. So how does the trial go? Is it like the Menendez? Is it like, you know, uh, uh, is it the sh- trial of the century, you know, like OJ or something and everybody's tuned in and there's, you know, uh, uh the, no, the Canadians the, aren't going to put that fucking shit on TV. They got to get Cochran in there. You know, uh, he's like, well, it's all about magic crime. 
Um, we're going to need Johnny Cocker on this one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to go very normally. He's going to get 20 counts. He's going to be in for a while. <laughs> but magic crime, guys. They're like, where's the court TV? They're like, this is Canada. We don't have that. <laughs> Fucking asses. You think that went south? Weird. 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 Put it all on TV. Shit happened. Weird. I object, uh, sir. You're the you're the uh, you're the one that's talking. I know. I'm saying magic crime defense. <laughs> I object to my own defense. Just take me away. <laughs> um. Anybody else? Nope. How is that possible? Because there's nothing to ask. It's just all so because happy. it's so like. Why isn't the principal a human? Why isn't <laughs> <laughs> and. This isn't really a question, but it's like, I feel like when the mom walks out of the car, mm -hmm. this movie gets back on planet Earth and all that weird shit goes away. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it is all like they just, reality crumbles away for this family when the matriarch goes away. Maybe that's like what we can put it to in like a sense is that without her, it's all shit. So it's guys shit. and kids, make sure you give her a nice uh, foot massage on Mother's Day. Yeah. Maybe. I'll give you a nickel to rub my corns. <laughs> I didn't say grandmother's day. I said mother's day. You know? Do you rub the corns with the nickel? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Do it with the side with the building. <laughs> more riches <laughs> um grandma i'm gonna need to rub those corns with the belt sander <laughs> okay go ahead uh, you want one of these gross candies <laughs> grandma candies yeah the wrappers don't come off because yeah. they're 15 years old yeah and they're hard gross you're like yay and you act like you get it off and you can't and you just sort of like put it in your mouth and spit it out later and somehow it all ended up on your hand right like what the fuck is it on my hand it was 15 years old uh yeah all right uh <laughs> that's your show guys that's our 400th show again thank you all for listening uh tell your friends uh and we'll try to get uh to another 400 might be a chore <laughs> we'll see um but uh anyways final thoughts guys we have to, you know, endorse whether we want to want them to watch the movie or oh, not. Oh, right. Too. Final recommendations. Yeah. Final recommendations. Yeah. 400 almost, times. 400 <laughs> times we didn't fuck that up, but today we did. Uh, this one's a do from me. I loved it. It's bananas and nothing. Uh, maybe, I would say maybe something like the Holy Mountain is, is weird or Suspiria is as weird as this, but those are more like visually, they're visual films. They're, they're they're surreal art pieces meant yeah. for adults. Yeah, they're they're art pieces meant to be visually weird for the w sake of being visually weird. This is just weird because it's written by space people. So yeah. do it. I loved it. Jackie? I loved it too. I thought it was zany and weird and I liked the characters. I liked that Jim was just not a prop dog, mm -hmm. but an actual character in this movie. Right. Uh, you know, he served some purpose. I, I felt bad for his prostitution issues. His prostitution issues. His art prostitution issues. Oh, right, right, right. Where he had to show his wiener to all where those kids. Uh, but I loved it, and I'm going to give it a deal. Nice. It was fucking weird, and I liked it. It gave me two of the hardest laughs that I've had all year. Yeah, you... you. Uh, I was I, in tears. I was worried about, like, maybe you were going to get hurt. 
like yeah. laughing so hard like oh dude we're not gonna finish this we're gonna have to take sam to the hospital because he's <sighs> gonna burst a blood vessel in his i want to be educated and him getting dragged away by those dogs yeah. by his hair <laughs> was so fucking funny yeah no this is a visual this is i mean this is as visual bad as you can do it has to be viewed to be it's understood not just that i give this a do they released all 20 in a box set oh wow so it's almost like you should probably try to find that box set right maybe what would it be called the films for all uh, the or tales, the tales for all tales for all yeah um Got, this one is currently on YouTube. There is a bad uh, transfer for free. Don't. Don't do the good transfer for $2. $2 is totally worth it. They did a good yep. job shooting it. Yep. It's in 16 by 9. It's definitely worth the 2 bucks. Yep. Absolutely. It's worth, I would say this is worth owning. But, uh, uh, yeah, so it's it, a little hard to get your hands on, but $2 on YouTube. Uh, just do it that way. Um, have a great week, guys. Next week is Sam's Pick. Uh, any clue, Sam, for 401? No, because I was going to do my Christmas movie yet, and I was a week early, so it's going to be another nonsensical November. Yeah. It'll be a surprise, though. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be more nonsensical they than this one. Possibly. Yeah, we'll see. Unless so. I find another one of these. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, enjoy your week. Get to the chop. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.